Axiomata, hey, Axiomata for you. You need my raviola and my pasta fazula too. I'ma give you cacciatore and the pizza that's good to chew. Axiomata, you know like me, hey, Axiomata for you. Eat an awful while it's still a season. Welcome to Back in My Day. I'm David Petrangelo, and with me once again this week is... Ian Walter. And... Michael R. Power. All right, guys. Thanks very much for joining me. Uh, We're uh, sitting right in the uh, middle of fall, right before the holidays get started. There's lots to talk about, lots of news that's been going on. Before that, I do really want to mention again our Extra Life uh, Marathon and page that's up. It's just under... Back in my day on Extra Life, if you just search that on Google, it should show up. Otherwise, you can find it in the show notes here. We are, um, and on our social media pages as well, we're raising money to uh, and play games on November 2nd. And uh, all donations will go to Sick Kids Hospital and the Children's Hospital Network in uh, North America. So uh, you can find us there and... Let's do all this for a good cause. We're going to play games on November 2nd for as close to 24 hours as we can and uh, hopefully not pass out in the middle of it. If we do, eh, it'll be entertaining too. We're going to try and stream as much of it as we can as well. The closer we get to the date, the more we'll know about all those details and you can find us on our social media pages as well, which Mike, what are they again? Day back in. Twitter, Instagram. There we go. <laughs> I just have to throw it On the top. Mike's got to be on top of it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, all right, so... Uh, I'm just going to read this quote. So this is something, yeah, this now, unfortunately, or somewhat unfortunately infamous quote. Now, this isn't necessarily, you know, a back in my day exact segment, but it is something that is in the culture over the last two to three weeks or last month or so. And it does apply to how we consume media at the age that we're at, what we enjoy and have enjoyed our whole life. Um, so, and this is coming from a very, very well-known director and movie maker. And he's from back in my day. A legend. Honestly, a legend for pretty much anybody. So I'm just going to read it and we're going to say who it is and what it is afterwards. (laughs) Uh, I had a question for Mike though. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's basically based on our previous episode. We were talking about the, you know, recap of the summer movie wagers Mm -hmm. And we mentioned The Lion King. Mm-hmm. So despite your feelings on remakes and whatnot, would you deem The Lion King from 2019 uh, cinema? Cinema? Oh, uh, yeah, I would. Because it's playing in a movie theater? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a very loose definition. All right, yeah. get yeah. on with the quote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it is uh, referring to the Marvel movies more specifically. Martin Scorsese said, I don't see them. I tried, you know, but that's not cinema, which is what we're referring to. Honestly, the closest I can think of them, as well-made as they are, with actors doing their best they can under the circumstances, is theme parks. It isn't the cinema of human beings trying to convey emotion, psychological psychological experiences, easy for me to say, to another human being. So that is... One quote that was pulled from a full interview, so there is a lot more to it than that. Shots fired. Shots fired, yeah. and that's the gi- that's the gist of what he said. That's sort of it is it is a quote, but that is sort of the pull quote sure that has been by passed around. Martin Scorsese and not David Petrangelo. I know, right? <laughs> right? No, I don't. I I can't rock those eyebrows or those glasses. So <laughs> you're not that harsh of a critic. No, not you? that harsh. No, exactly. So um, okay, so 
the re- the reason why we want to talk about this is because we all really enjoy these movies, so it's easy for us to throw our arms up and say he's a crazy person, mm-hmm. but he's not because he's Martin Scorsese. Right. And, and like like you said, he's a legend. Like you can't. I don't think you can fully ignore what he's saying, but I also don't think that he's. I I don't know that he's necessarily trying to put jabs at these. I just think it's not his cup of tea. Maybe is that what yeah, it is? I don't know. I think he's being brutally honest, but uh, right. You know, he's having, he's voicing his opinion, and he's within his own right. That's all. But is, we're yeah. within our rights it's to have an opinion, opinion on his opinion. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. Which is okay. Well, <laughs> if I'm gonna lead you can't into tee it, it up like that, I know. <laughs> if I'm gonna lead into it, I'm just gonna say right off the bat that I am a huge fan of Scorsese's films, and like a lot of these creators, I can enjoy their creations and not necessarily align with their politics. So. I'm trying to understand where he's coming from with the, these quotes, and I really think that I understand why he feels he needs to speak out against uh, Marvel Studios or films of that of their ilk. Um, but to go as far as to say they're not cinema, that's kind of where he loses me. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, I mean, he's talking about it as a theme park experience, and... I think he even has follow-up quotes because he did interviews since. There uh, are follow-up quotes, yeah. Where he's doubling down on his comments and saying, you know, they're they're for theme parks. They're not the cinema of, you know, psychological drama. And he he might be speaking about superhero movies or comic book movies in a too general sense. In the sense that, like, if you go back to as far back as 2000 with X-Men, there have been a ton of superhero movies explode on the scene. But then there was a transformation around 2008 with The Dark Knight and even Iron Man. These movies started to really, uh, they started to invest in the storylines and the characters and they really started to pay attention to what the audience was looking for. And it might be a different brand of cinema, but to say it's not cinema entirely, I I think you lost me, Scorsese, sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> I think you're a grumpy old man at this point, yelling at the cloud. <laughs> I was going to say, like, the one thing that sticks out is it makes him sound really, really old. <laughs> really, like, get off my lawn. Like, yeah. Like, old, like, out of touch, out of touch old old man, which is... Old man yells at cloud. Yeah, old man yells <laughs> yeah. at cloud. And, th- like, number one, like, he's wrong. Number one, he's wrong. Like, they are cinema. Um, cinema is not, like, a black and white thing that you can define and you can just, like... Something cinema, something's not cinema. Yeah, Maybe it's also not, re- they're it's not, not really cinema, a gray but... area either. Like yeah. cinema, cinema is 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 a movie and yeah. a movie experience. That's what these are. Yeah, and right? it's like so maybe he's... maybe his not maybe not his definition, but what he was trying to convey as saying that was more gray than what the actual definition of cinema right. is. But I get what he's trying to say. He's just basically saying like he doesn't like them. I yeah. think is what he's trying to say, which is fair enough. Everyone's told to their opinion, and everyone's told to like or dislike certain genres of movies, which we all do. Of course. And so, like, he's totally justified in saying, like, he doesn't like them. Um, But then, but he's wrong in that the fact that he's saying they're not cinema, that's just wrong. And the fact that he's saying they don't convey emotion emotion and 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 psychological experience. They they totally do that. Every movie kind of does that. And they're getting better at that. And they get better at that. And it just makes me feel like, but then he also said he hasn't seen a lot of them. Yeah. So it's like, so what did he that do? was the nail in the coffin. Yeah, yeah, so, so what did he do? Watch the first X-Men or, or you know... If one even, of the, maybe it was like even, the original and, Captain yeah. America or something. Yeah, it makes him sound old, like so old and out of touch. Like it's so ignorant to be like, 
I don't watch those, but they're terrible. Like you don't watch them, so yeah. like how go can you and even watch have an the opinion? Infinity Saga and then come back how, to me with how the can notes. you have an opinion on something you've never done or tried or experienced? It's so weird. But yeah, he so clearly his, doesn't like them for his some somewhat reason, clarified so. quote from uh, about a week and a half after the original one, uh, in part anyway. Uh, there's room for so many others now. He's referring to experiences in the theater in so many other ways. There's going to be crossovers completely. The value of a film that's like a theme park, he's trying to, I guess, clarify that. For example, the Marvel-type pictures, where the theaters become amusement parks, that's a different type of experience. What I was saying earlier, it's not cinema, it's actually something else, whether you go for that or not. So I guess he's more talking about the exp- I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's, it, it's, it's not. Is he talking about like the 4DX cinemas that like the chairs? I movies? hope not. <laughs> I feel like that's yeah, what he's like, talking about. Well, that's definitely. It's I don't very know. possible. Those belong in amusement parks. Well, it's yeah. like th- maybe 3D has something to do with I, it. I feel but. like the maybe. comparison to an amusement park, like it, or a amusement ride, is like I kind of understand what he's saying there. Like that kind of makes yeah. sense in a way. It's like they're thrilling, they're exciting. Like I don't know that I, that can be seen not really as an insult. That could be seen yeah. as like That's a good point. Um, I agree with you. I almost think like it's a compliment. More of a positive, like people yeah. work hard on those theme park rides. Those yeah. theme park rides thrill millions of people. They're well designed, and he, it's kind of like this. This uh, movie is like a theme park ride. It takes you on a journey, and it thrills you and excites you, and you will wait in line to see it. Like I don't. Yeah. That could almost be like a positive thing. Like I don't see that as a jab, even though I'm sure he meant it as a jab. It's like I kind of see it as so like, the only thing I kind would... of. That kind of makes sense to me. Yeah, the only thing I would say is that I don't get very emotional over these movies. Like, when everyone is, spoiler alert, I guess, snapped away, like, it didn't do anything to me at all. And when they came back, it was cool, but I wasn't, I mean, I'm emotional because you you feel excitement and everything. That's an emotion. But it's not, like, I'm not sad when, spoiler alert again, when Iron Man is... Dead. Like I'm not. I'm not sad that he's gone. Right. But I'm you just are like, not. Okay. But you have to admit that di- the the directors are trying to convey. Oh, 100 percent. Like, of course, an experience emotions, to people. Emotions. Yeah. To people. Absolutely. Like, yeah. For him to say that they don't like. So many people work on that movie, and, and so well, many that's people. The thing. It's well, yeah. kind of a disrespect to the industry. Put their heart and soul and tears Absolutely. and blood and sweat into the movie because no yeah. argument whatsoever. Yeah, there. You're yeah. a creator, and you're telling the world that yeah. other creators' work isn't. You I know, know it's, of that it's, cal- of the same caliber. It's like, I guess maybe okay, it's, we, you are a legend. We love your yeah, movies, but, but you're getting old, man. Maybe yeah. that's part of what it is that it feels like a shock. Maybe that's part. Of, it's just like, oh, that came from this guy. Yeah, of all guys, yeah. like well, Goodfellas, like Godfather. Like, are you, really? <laughs> well, it's a great conversation because, and I just wanted to clarify. I hope so, so because is, we're is talking it just about Marvel movies or like something like? Uh, well, the they Dark were they Knight. were in the middle of talking about Marvel movies. It doesn't sound like. Based on the interview that he was specifically talking about, those he said Marvel. He said in this later, movies, yeah, in this later quote, in this clear, somewhat clarified quote, because I think he was just talking and, about. And them. for yourself, Dave, are there other movies, say maybe The Dark Knight or something, that do give you more of a cinematic, uh, emotional, experience? emotional experience? Uh, I mean, I always have, I always have yeah. fun with them, um, but I'm, I, I maybe in the moment, I like the first time. I think the most excitement I got out of, like, let's say The Dark Knight, for example, like, it's not it's not meant to be, like, a sad movie. It's not meant to be, like, super emotional. It's very well done and grounded a lot more than a lot of other ones. The biggest the biggest thing I got out of that movie is when he does the magic trick and puts a pencil through the guy's eye. Like, that's right. super... But, that, that's the, but that's why I'm going to those movies. I'm not going 
to experience the death of a character and get emotional about it. Right. I, maybe I'm just I'm just pickpocketing the uh, the the sadness, I guess, and saying and and making that what emotion is. Emotion's much more than that, obviously. Um, but it's like for him to say superhero movies aren't conveying like whatever a psychological experience. Like it's just you can use whatever you want to convey emotion. Yeah. Like, creators can use superheroes. Like, think about the animated Lion King is uh, Macbeth. Right. It's, it's based on Macbeth. Right. It's retold through animated lions to kids. Like, this, like it's, a, it's a that experience, right? It's that story. And they're using animated lions. So did you dismiss them because of that? No. So you yeah. can use superheroes and you can use anything to tell an emotional or psychological experience. It's so weird for him to just be like, you can't, Tell a good experience with superheroes. No, never. Like it's a weird oh, no, the, statement. It's a very the experience odd. is actually the thing that they do the best. Just the overall and feel and experience is 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 what those movies are. Yeah, they're not yeah. they're not there to give you a taste of real life. That's not what it's about. It's, it's right? also reeks to me of like jealousy. Well, it feels oh obvious, maybe doesn't it? Like <laughs> yeah, maybe like it is kind of like if those <laughs> movies doing better than mine and they're getting funded. And, like, it feels but, obvious to me that a guy like Mark Martin Scorsese would say something like that. Because we talk a lot about people voting with their wallets, mm-hmm. and you can't argue with the fact that uh, Marvel Studios and Disney, these films are on top of the bo- box yeah. office. These they, they dominate the theaters, and people aren't going out to the theaters to see smaller dramas yeah. or uh, independent films as much as they are spending, because it is expensive. They want to go and get that big theater right. theatrical experience with the big sound and the big, you know, Special and if, effects, if he like, right? if he like, if meant kind of that, and if he like just like worded it differently, like you know, I'm bummed that people aren't that people are choosing to see these movies over like dramas and stuff. And like to him, he he preferred people would go and support these other kind of movies. I would totally understand what. But he's what saying. bothers me is he's putting so he's got the Irishman coming out, right? Yeah. And he's putting it on out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Now, if he was totally sticking old school like his classics mm-hmm. and he was you know i could maybe respect what he's saying a little bit more but he's got he's using the de-aging technology just like everyone else he's got yeah. it applied on to de niro and al pacino <laughs> and apparently it's done very, and it's very a well big too. budget movie so i mean it's come on i mean just because it's not about a flying de niro you're yeah still, you're still using technology <laughs> yeah. like if, if you got captain marvel is glowing or de niro is looking like he's 30 again i mean it's basically the same movie yeah. magic right so, yeah and he's flying <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Flying yeah. <to> the era. <laughs> and then there's other like filmmakers that commented oh, on man. it too. Of course it's cinema. It's at the movies. It's in cinemas. Near you. Fair enough. Good point. Marvel Cinema Tech Universe. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Smith, Taika Waititi, James, James Gunn—they Gunn. all had something to they say. Were, like, so. I still know, like James Gunn's kind of like bummed out about it a bit. Well, so, yeah, so. so so his thing is Scorsese is one of my uh, five favorite living filmmakers. I was outraged when people picketed The Last Temptation of Christ, which is a Scorsese oh. movie, without having seen the film, which is a lot of people's yeah. emotion to things that they support, and you know, and obviously it's actually a very very good movie, obviously. Um, and then he finished his tweet by saying, "I'm saddened." That he's now judging my films in the same way. I perfectly put Which it. is a very fair. You could have read thing that. We could have saved a ten minute conversation. <laughs> well, no, it's <laughs> well put. Yeah, no, it's true. And very I, well put. Yeah. I mean, and to that point, it makes me sad to think that Scorsese is never going to check out a movie like Joker. Uh, we know Todd Phillips was heavily inspired by King of Comedy yeah. and Taxi Driver when making yeah. this film, and just because it's based on a comic book, yeah, he, won't he might not it. pay weird. attention and. 
kind of appreciate that for what it is. We'll talk about Joker too once yeah, we'll, we all we'll get see there, it right? as well. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. We love you, Scorsese, but, but you're true. wrong. You're just yeah, wrong. wrong. And I mean, yeah. it's, it's just overall, I've got all these favorite filmmakers of mine, and most of the time, I don't want to hear what they have to say. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> because it's like, <laughs> just yeah, stop. So like, I love Spielberg, I love Cameron, but these guys get in an interview, and you're yeah. just like, oh, man. Yeah, because Spielberg's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spielberg's got his whole thing about, like, movies shouldn't be on on uh, streaming services. Like, he's, right. he's totally, yeah. like, against that. Meanwhile, he's working with Apple and... So what are we doing here? Like, what's that's so true? And I mean, yeah. there was an interview with Spielberg uh, with the Associated Press. I think it was back in like 2015, and he's basically talking about superhero movies as going the way of the Western. I'm like, I got news for you, buddy. Like, yeah. this isn't gonna go away anytime soon. Anyways, anytime like we're soon, we're yeah. in it for at least another decade. Yeah, because of all the developments and whatnot, and all of the money that they're making. Mm-hmm. I mean, he thinks that they're just gonna one day just be like gone, you know. But they still uh, make westerns. It could just be less frequent. But I can kind of see like, yeah, I can kind of see that a little bit. But yeah. with and then with Cameron, so Cameron is, and the reason why I bring up Spielberg is because he's a blockbuster guy. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. sucks to think that just because superheroes aren't your cup of tea that you don't think that they're the same caliber of your blockbusters. Right. They're all blockbusters. Yeah. And then Cameron's making the some of the biggest blockbusters of all time. Right. Of all time, yeah. yeah. Like four <laughs> avatars yeah. slated or something for the next, like, five, yeah. six years. So, I mean, he, he, yeah. So <laughs> did he's, he slam superhero movies, too? So what he did was he commented on Aquaman uh, specifically, and we know that that ma- movie made over a billion dollars worldwide. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it. you know, say what you will of it, but it has its merits. Yeah. But he basically said, like, that's not my underwater um, because he's a big underwater oh, guy, right? right? And he does, like, a lot of the work with submarines. And It, yeah. it sounds like jealousy. It, it really, really does. It really and does. it's coming yeah. from all of the best filmmakers. Yeah. It's like, guys, you don't have to put others down to raise yourself mm-hmm. up. You can yeah, just you already make Rising great Tide raises just, all ships. Yeah. Yeah, and you you might not be involved in the superhero universe, mm-hmm. but who knows? Like money talks. Maybe one day one of these guys will go back on what they said and get involved. Or they'll make yeah. the next. But my Spider-Man my movie. point is, you're, you're <laughs> you making I mean? four more. You have an Avatar franchise. They're basically superhero. Yeah, movies, right? oh, yeah. I mean, oh like, Avatar. They're yeah. just not based on. on comic books. Yeah, like that. That's all the difference is. Mm-hmm. And to, to for them to draw such a line in the sand and make that distinction, yeah, it's, it's just crazy weird. to me. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Really. No, I agree. That yeah. Was, Anyways, it, it was it was uh, it's it's a tricky subject because you know um, I think that there's I, I get like we get what he's saying, but it's also like people uh, people are great? also almost yeah. getting like too offended. Like we don't agree with him, but we're not like so offended that we're like so yeah, angry I, at him. Like, I'm still no, watching I mean, the Irishman. I'm, like, yeah, right, I'm, right. I'm not going to avoid the Irishman either. Just, I just he, think that it's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. But it's almost like he's an old guy with this opinion that I feel like it's a it's a mis mis misspoken. Yeah, you know, like he's, he didn't speak out a line. That's the wrong way to say it. But like he probably he kind of meant what he said. But there's probably more to it that he's just not conveying. You know, maybe maybe he can just make a movie out of it because his movies are great. And yeah, that's how he can convey his emotion. <laughs> but it's <laughs> okay. We're gonna move on to some uh, a few dates uh, heading into the Halloween time of year and into November as well. So stick around with just a second and we'll uh, hit up a couple of uh, video game and movie dates as well. All right, welcome back, everybody, to Back in My Day. This is our Back in My Day segment. So we have uh, quite a few dates to get through here towards the end of October. Um, and a couple of key releases as well. First, I'm going to actually start with a video game, and this is an arcade release that eventually came to consoles. 
And uh, I remember playing this a little bit in the arcade, but it was very much a, uh, I believe it was the Genesis that I played this more at someone's place. But in 1994, on October 28th, the Killer Instinct made its oh, debut yeah. in the arcades. So this is another one of those, um, uh, so you had you know Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat and all that. Killer Instinct was another one of the elevated violence ones, I guess you could say. Gratuitous violence. Yeah, yeah, more gratuitous, crazy characters, a werewolf and all that. Um, and you made a very audible, oh, yeah, there. Yeah. So this is a big one for you? or Yeah, it was right up there with Mortal Kombat. I mean, yeah. a lot of people were into Street Fighter, and I liked that game too, but Killer Instinct, uh, it, was, it was rising up the ranks as far as fighters go, uh, along with something maybe like Clay Fighter. I was, I was playing. Clay yeah. Fighter? I saw that come oh, across. Yeah. Oh, man, like I remember Primal that. Rage, I don't know. But oh, like, Primal Rage. Yeah, Killer Instinct had um, <laughs> all the... The dynamic characters, even more dynamic than, say, something like Mortal Kombat. I feel like Mortal Kombat is primarily humanoid-type characters. They have abilities, but uh, Killer Instinct started getting into, like, I think they had, what, like a skeleton? and they. I feel like there was, like, a division between, like, Mortal Kombat fans and, like, Killer Instinct fans. Do you feel like that was a thing? Yeah, there was a little bit. They were, like, competing franchises. Well, I think because the the look of it was similar at the time. They used that different type of technology. It wasn't as... And it came uh, after. Full gore. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, so there was a little bit more of a different... And, yeah, it had the the gore and stuff, which Street Fighter kind of... wasn't right, right. it didn't have the blood or didn't have the, the yeah, I extra remember violence. I had Mortal Kombat on Genesis and I had Killer Instinct on Super NES. Wow, yeah. I didn't even know it was so like super switching back and yeah. forth between the two. Yeah, no, it's, I didn't actually play it that much. I was more of a Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, Kombat yeah, yeah, so was I too. But like, this was big for like the combos. This is the, the, the yeah, I think they had people that guy liked Cinder, it. the fire guy, yeah, 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 Cinder, yeah. And then they had uh, they had their own version of uh. Balrog with a boxer and stuff, so they had a version of that. But this is like the game. I mean, now they have a, like a free to play version on Xbox. Oh, cool! Where you can play it if you have Xbox Gold and stuff. But you know, they have like the season pass things, and they have new characters that you can pay for. But if you have one, you can just play it. Like it's just you log in, you have like a base amount of characters, and it's it's about the combo system. I remember like trying yeah. to get together like thirty hit combos and whatever. Like I think that's maybe where it made its. Uh, it's sort of niche, I yeah. guess, is a little bit more of that because you could do combos in the other games, especially like. But in Street Fighter, it's what are you getting? Five, six hits, maybe right, if you're lucky. So you just kept going, just kept going. You're juggling people in the air and stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. And stuff I feel like, like it was more of a button masher than even Mortal Kombat was. Like you're yeah. actually just constantly mashing your your controller. Yeah, yeah, I could see that too. Exactly. Yeah, it's um, yeah. I'm just trying to find the the list of the characters here for. Uh, I can't, like, I know, like, I could list so many Mortal Chief, Kombat characters, Chief like Thunder. Liu Kang and uh, there's, Yeah, Cinder. I can't many Killer Instinct. Fulgore. Yeah, Glacius. Like, there's just tons of... Oh, oh yeah, Glacius. Glacius. That's yeah. like the Sub-Zero. Yeah, Saberwolf was was the... Uh, Riptor was the was the dinosaur. Right? <laughs> yeah. Was the raptor. Was the raptor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, yeah. Spinal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, TJ Combo was the was the boxer. That's oh, okay. A, what a name. <laughs> great TJ name. Combo. TJ Definitely Combo. That's name. awesome. <laughs> uh, so that's the one game. And then, uh, I mean, it's Halloween season as time of this recording. And uh, on October 29th, 1993, was the Nightmare Before Christmas. I am the shadow on the moon at night, filling your dreams to the brim with fright. This is Halloween, this is Halloween, 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 Halloween. 
93. 93, yeah. What was that? I thought. Old. Yeah, I was. I thought. It looks least, great. I thought it was later 90s, too. Yeah, yeah. Like at least 95, 96 or something. But yeah, it still looks great. Yeah, exactly. Really? Yeah. Um, so this is Tim Burton through and through. I mean, like oh. this. this but not directed by him. No, it's no. just product, his production, production company, but, yeah. I mean, it's got Tim Bur- yeah. Burton all over it. Yeah, right. exactly. So this was, uh, was this, Mike, was this, like, a big thing for you? Uh, up, or? I don't know if growing up I loved it, but me and wife Power uh, around the holidays, or holiday season, like, Thanksgiving, or Halloween season, like, to rewatch, like, Halloween movies in October. So yeah. we've watched this one every couple of years, and we, we it's really, I mean, it's, if you're gonna have like a Halloween rotation, it's got to be in there. Oh, it's, it's one of the classic it, Halloween movies. It's the perfect movie for say like November first, bridging you know Halloween with Christmas. Yeah. So yeah, it, so is true. it Halloween or is it a Christmas movie? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> well, that's I think it kind of walks that line. Yeah. yeah, it does. I I think I. I think it works as both. Probably more Halloween based on. I would never watch it at Christmas. No. Yeah, I, feels, I would watch it in November. I feel and like uh, October. Yeah, my yeah. sis Lady Victoire probably watches around Christmas. Oh, okay. I okay. Mean, uh, it is a movie. It's a film that came up on my brand new podcast, Squibbling Rivalry. There we go. Oh. At Squibblings on Twitter. Uh, but yeah, we we talked about it a, a bit. Um, Jack Skellington, voiced by Danny Elfman. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's got great music. It does um, yeah. Dave, I'm Great sensing concept. that you might not have uh, it might not have been a big movie for you. No, growing up, almost not at all. Um, I, I don't know why. I, I it just never What's was anything. This? I, I I mean, I could I That's could. That's Danny Elfman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's good at voice acting. Yeah, yeah. actually, he's really very is. good at. It. He's a great uh, great character. I I don't know. It, it's just I'm not a huge Tim Burton guy either. Right. Um, the couple. animation style was cool. Oh, it's great. It great. I think it looks amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I mean, this stop motion stuff to me is just. Great named movies. Like, that was oh, a really yeah. good Nightmare name. Before Nightmare Christmas. Before Christmas. That's yeah. a really, really <laughs> Actually, yeah. well-named yeah. movie. Yeah, it's got that timeless name. Yeah, movie. that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Which, and the, the name of the movie also toes the line of whether it's a, uh, <laughs> a Christmas or you Halloween could, You could movie. watch it at Christmas. I just would prefer to watch it at Halloween. I don't know. It feels more Halloween, I think. To me, it does. Just the 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 characters. Are, I mean, all the characters, or most of the characters, are Halloween-based anyway, right. including the main characters, right? Love so, the Boogeyman. Oogie Boogie. Boogie yeah. Boogie. Yeah. It's very, very creative, and I think that's maybe why... Creepy, too. Eh? Like, were you scared when you were a kid, or...? I really like the world building, the fact that he kind of walks through the forest and each season has its own door. And yeah, Each, each holiday cool. celebration has its own world, right? Like yeah. It's, it, it was cool. I haven't watched it in a few years. Maybe I'll watch it this year. Yeah. and, and You should try it, yeah. Yeah, maybe it'll be a good cr- Christmas morning. Pop it in on November 1st. <laughs> yeah, November 1st. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what I'll do, it, actually. It's, it is the gr- it, what, like you said, it is the great bridge between Christmas, yeah. uh, Halloween, and Christmas. Yeah, yeah. No, it could work for sure, yeah. And then <laughs> you get into the Christmas movies for all November, December, right after. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's a lot. There's a few out there. Yeah, we could pull some of those as we get closer and talk about those as well, what our favorite Christmas movies are and stuff. That would be a good yeah, episode. That would yeah. be a good episode. I mean, there, there's, oh, there's... We should really... have done favorite Halloween movies. Damn. Oh, is, yeah. there uh, is there still time? <laughs> is there still time? <laughs> Scream would be my number one. Oh, okay. Off top well, of my head. we did, head? like, favorite horror movies. Like, like Alien, before, actually. Alien but, like, I think favorite Halloween movies is different than favorite... Horror movies. Horror movies. Because I think on Halloween, I really, like... I enjoy more watching, like, okay, if I'm going to say what's my favorite horror movie, I'm going to, like, pick what I think is, like, the best made movie or the scariest. If I'm going to pick, like, my favorite Halloween movie, like, I'll include, like, cheesy movies, like Hocus oh, Pocus right, and stuff, yeah. right? Hocus like, Pocus. It's got to be Hocus yeah, Pocus. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you'll include, like, kind of, like, cheesy movies that you just like watching around Halloween because they just give you that Halloween, like, 
feel. It makes it feel like Halloween when you watch Hocus Pocus or and that movie specifically. When certain was, movies come on TV, it feels like Halloween. Like, yeah, like Halloween Ernest, Town. Ernest Trick or Treat. Yeah, Ernest Trick or Treat. Like yeah. they're not good <laughs> movies, but around Halloween you make that exception. Right. Yeah, that's true. Rocky yeah. Horror Picture Show. Yeah, that's a perfect one. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's tons um, of them. Yeah, Hocus Pocus actually was the first one that came to mind. Yeah, same. for me too. For, for other generations, for that. I, I, it's big. At least every couple of years, that song. The original yeah. Halloween, 1978, it's pretty classic. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, watch see that Halloween. that works. That works as well. Um, but yeah, you're right. Actually, that's that's a good distinction. Horror is still different than Halloween, although a lot do try and time their release around then, mm. and like they try and sort of make that part of their, oh, yeah. I guess, sales pitch sort of thing. And well, it works. October. I mean, it's not typically a great month for for movies like blockbuster wise, but it's a good month for horror movies. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's often, yeah, sort of September to November is sort of key for that, for sure. Um, well, so speaking of uh, November movies and not horror or Halloween or anything, <laughs> uh, November 2nd, 2001 is my favorite Pixar movie. He is about the company. What about us? That thing is a killing machine. I bet it's just waiting for us to fall asleep. And then, whap! Oh, we're easy prey, my friend. Easy prey, we're sitting targets. Okay, look, I think I have a plan here. Using mainly spoons, we dig a tunnel under the city and release it into the wild. Spoons. That's it. I'm out of ideas. We're closed. Hot air balloon? Too expensive. Giant slingshot? Too conspicuous. Enormous wooden horse? Too Greek. Monsters Inc. No. <laughs> um, kind of Halloweeny, I guess. Monsters, yeah, monsters. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, scaring kids and I stuff. I said sure. weenie. Two thousand one. Two thousand one. Yeah, <laughs> Mike said weenie. Weenie. Oh man, uh, uh, we're weird. all mature here. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I didn't even realize. Uh, yeah. So this is. Yeah, I. I don't know. It, we when we went through this movie when we were talking about Pixar movies, I could have just made an episode about this movie. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, you really like this movie. I absolutely love it. Dave so, really likes this movie. Um, another one with movie. doors. Another. <laughs> um, yeah, this is uh, just a pure comedy, and well, in most ways, I think. And uh, I love the, again. You talk about the creativity of Nightmare Before Christmas. This is super creative too. Oh, yeah. One of those really, really original ideas from Pixar yeah. that um, I think helps me enjoy this even more is that I just I love what they did with it I think it's such a cool idea mm-hmm. and it works really great for kids and stuff too which is awesome the, yeah so. the like theme behind it the yeah. like, moral of the story the yeah the story's great I mean yeah um, November 5th of 1995 uh, were you guys PlayStation kids I can't remember no. Mike wasn't no N64 all the way did you guys yeah. ever play Twisted Metal because that oh, was yeah. released no. That was my go-to whenever I was at someone's house with a place. Yeah, everyone, yeah. so many people. Everyone had this game, Great right? Game. Yeah, it's just the vehicle combat yeah. is what it is, right? Yeah. Um, it was the battle of Mario Kart, but just done with more pizzazz, you know? Oh, yeah, and the violence. and More the, violence? And oh, yeah, it was all violence. Kinda. Yeah, like, I mean. It, it gave you that same vibe, but yeah. it was, I, like, the whole game was geared towards it. Cool. Yeah, it was the whole game. It was just a big yeah. arena, different vehicles, had different abilities. Uh, Sweet Tooth, I think, was the main yeah, character. He's the guy that was the clown and... And he was uh, in an ice cream van or ice cream truck. <laughs> that oh, was yeah, like yeah, the yeah. main, the main yeah, guy. The so main they've had a few different iterations. Yeah, Killer Clown yeah. and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I remember playing that a ton at friends' places, and there was a couple of them, sort of in, yeah, the, in the nineties. Fond of franchise. Sure. Fond of franchise. For sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then on uh, where we got here, I got November thirteenth, nineteen forty. Nineteen forty. What could this be? Going way back. Uh, Fantasia. 
Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, are we heading towards like uh, Oz or something? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, there, there's a lot of uh, releases of Disney movies around this time of year. Yo, Fantasia for, was terrifying for little as a kid. It was yeah. weird, it was, man. It was dark. It yeah. was like those weird. Well, we always talk about those like creepy old Disney ones. The animation or the music. Yeah. Yeah. I man, mean, it's, it was, isn't it just a musical? It's not all it is. It, yeah, there are yeah. very little words. There might it's, be like a couple words from Mickey. I'm not I sure. I remember but. we had this, and I can picture the cover in my head 100% with Mickey and, and, the, and the wand and, and his wizard outfit basically on the front. I don't know. I remember maybe because it wasn't like a typical movie. I remember as a very little kid and eventually liking it, but being bored watching this. As a kid, for sure. Yeah, yeah I, right? Like you don't latch on to it, but you kind of respect <laughs> no. You respect it. I think it was made for adults, let's be real. But, uh, it was you, made for adults on drugs, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and they were also on drugs when they made it. Yeah. <laughs> but I did get an appreciation for it as I kind of revisited it when I was a right. little older. Um, does it, it tell a story? Like, it does. Okay. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to ask too. Like I remember watching as a kid too and being like, that creeped whole, out like, and like it's weird was it like a castle and he's sort yeah. of controlling with the books and the water but I don't remember anything about what was going on essentially the Sorcerer's Apprentice okay. I, I didn't see the movie with uh, Nicolas Cage but it's essentially oh. like that kind of vibe right so, okay worth rewatching, maybe yeah. yeah and it's it's like it's it's just a music like it's just music right is that basically what it is yeah. like it's yeah and it has that old like sort of orchestra or yeah orchestral music yeah exactly so basically he's an apprentice to a uh, We'll call him an evil sorcerer. I don't know mm. if he's actually evil, but he's essentially supposed to clean up his lab or whatever, oh. and he's not supposed to touch any magic. And then he starts getting into the magic because he realizes the magic can help him clean faster. Uh, uh, oh. and so Mickey's getting into trouble. So yeah, Mickey's oh. the one causing trouble. Yeah. Eh? Uh, the tables have turned. <laughs> and if you think about it, with the whole Magic Kingdom, I mean, that's like the iconography of you know, him as a wizard is, right. is used over Are they and over in the castle oh. from the Magic Kingdom? Is that based? Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, no, that's Cinderella's castle. Yeah, Never mind. What am I saying? But I just mean, like, <laughs> you, you, whenever you is see, it? like, the Disney magic, and yeah. it's always Mickey with his wand, right? Because was Fantasia the first, from. like, was it? One, one of their first, first movies. With, yeah. yeah. Disney yeah. movies? Sleeping Beauty and stuff. And, oh. Yeah, because yeah. they probably did a lot of shorts and stuff. Mickey's not in movies anymore. No, he's kids shows. Okay. Kids shows. I go to like my brother's place, and I go yeah. to I go to and friends' Mickey's place that have little kids, and it's like they have like the Disney. What is it? What's the kids Disney Channel? Disney, Disney, Disney Channel? kids Disney yeah. Channel Disney whatever XD or something. XD. That's yeah. the one I was thinking of. Yeah, and it's just like it's sort of a mix between hand drawn and CG style. Oh, okay. Sort of like how they redid uh, Looney Tunes, the look of Looney Tunes. How it looks like oh, it's more man. outlines. It's that, but with all the care, and they're all they're all talking. They're all doing like. It's basically it's a kids educational yeah. show. Is I was kicking myself. The Muppet Babies were on when my nephew was watching. Oh, and I it was like they were taunting me because you, if you recall back in my quiz, I went out against Scott Burnett, the champ, <laughs> with the Muppet Baby, the, the Muppets in Space. Muppets question. in Space. Oh, right. yeah, and what they Gonzo, did inside yeah. of this episode that just happened to be on at the time was that same storyline of Gonzo going off to find his family. <laughs> oh, and I was just like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> it was just like I was reliving. How did you guys know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just reliving that misery. <laughs> we gotta do our quiz. That was so. We're gonna fun. do another quiz yeah. show. Yeah, around the holidays and stuff, we'll have a little bit when more the, of that. And everyone's back. And yeah. Around. Speaking of holidays, we are going to tease now too that we're gonna do a big couple of episodes at least of talking about Star Wars movies. Oh yeah, get ready. Yes. So we're gonna go back and we're going to watch all of them. Uh, at least, at least 
the eight mainstays. Yes. We can watch the other ones if we want, but we'll probably stick to the eight that we talk about. I mean, I like Rogue One, but okay, whatever you guys, whatever. I like uh, Rogue One. Yeah, I love it. Um, so we'll probably rewatch those, and we're going to maybe do an episode of the prequels, an episode or two of the original three, and then talk about the new ones leading up to episode nine. Perfect. And then just go nuts on episode nine. And well, the we got to do our, rank, our rankings. We have to rank yes, them. That'll be fun. Yeah. And we're going to see where episode nine ranks when it comes to our end of year lists and stuff yeah. as well. Cause for me, it's probably going to be up there. So I have to mention that. One can only hope. <laughs> Most anticipated movie for sure. This. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, for you guys, at least for you, for sure, Mike, it's, it's most likely end games ahead of this. As far as anticipation goes. Wait, it, I think we did at the beginning of the year anticipated. Like, yeah. We, and it, Endgame was like number one, I think. Yeah, yeah, which I don't... It was for sure, but yeah. now as we're getting closer, I can't help but be excited. <laughs> the like, hype has just taken over. I know. Yeah. And at some point, I'm just going to stop looking at the internet because... <laughs> I have stopped. We talked yeah. about that in an episode. Well, I, yeah, I, I put a mute on Rise of Skywalker on yeah. my Twitter. Nice. Because um, I'm always on it all the time. I have to be for work. Yeah. Uh, for media and stuff and work. So I, I just muted it. And when stuff for Smart. Star Wars in general comes up, you know, I'll take a peek if it's not necessarily specifics about the movie, but I, I Rise of Skywalker, I took out of my Twitter yeah. at all. So, well, as a callback to our trailer talk, I'm not going to be watching any new trailers that come out for no, no, no not happening. I didn't I'm even not. watch the second one yeah. that they had. They're not so. for like they're to sell the movie, and we're sold, we're so sold. we don't need to watch them. <laughs> I was they're sold not before episode seven was yeah, even yeah, announced. Yeah, I was sold when I was 13 <laughs> years old. <laughs> yeah. Is there one? Potential plot thread or storyline or character that you kind of want to see in episode nine that, that would kind of make the experience? Yeah, I, I don't think so. I think I just want to see a a nice wrap of this current trilogy. Yeah, of of this. Well, no, of of all nine movies, honestly. Like, I want I want them to. It's a big want and it's a big ask and it's a lot of you know weight on people's shoulders. I'm sure they're stressing difficult their task. butts off. Yeah, yeah, very difficult. And yeah. I'm sure there's going to be aspects of it that even for someone like me who's probably going to love it, I'm sure there's going to be little things I'm like, oh, I wish they did this. I wish they did this. But, you know, looking at Force Awakens especially, like the experience of the movie and experience of the most recent movies, right. say what you will about Solo and, and Rogue One if you don't enjoy them and that's totally fine. They're a little bit different than the mainstays, but... The experience is still a Star Wars movie, right? Yeah. So I, I want that experience, and then I want this more than any of the other ones. I want, uh, honestly, of any of the previous eight movies, I want the story to be first, right? More than the experience. Whereas the other ones, it's the other way around. Yeah. Okay. So I, how about you? I want J.J. Abrams to. I don't know how to say this without coming off as like a hater, but I want him to answer the questions that he set up in. In episode seven. In episode seven. Yeah, for sure. And I don't want to say retcon The Last Jedi. But if you're creative enough, it doesn't need to be. Yeah, retcon. so those those questions I, that they yeah. seem to answer in Last Jedi, I want him to actually answer, like, who is Ray's parents? I want to know. Or at um, least hammer it home one way or Like, just right? definitively, because, yeah. like, it's still up in the air. Yeah. It, it, they can still be what they were, like, the, the two nobodies or whatever. That's fine. I just want to know definitively. I want to know, like, more about Snoke and all the things that were said about him. And I want to yeah. know where he came from and... and um, the Emperor, so I want them to finish to finish that stuff off and answer those questions. So everything he set up, because J.J. Abrams is the master of setting things up, it's just delivering and answering them that sometimes he's not the best at. So I'm yeah. hoping he can 
give us a satisfying answer to all the things. Gotta give us a big finish, right? Yeah. Yeah. And is that kind of what you're shooting for too? Yeah. I think for me, speaking of wrapping up all nine. Oh, I want to add one more thing that I really want, which is I want Poe and Finn to kiss, and that's. (laughs) (laughs) I think our ratings just went down. (laughs) No, man, they shot it. It was great. Everyone on the internet wants that. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. I think there's a lot of Raylo fan fiction out there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for me, it's just when you speak of wrapping up all nine episodes of the saga films, it's I want to see some callbacks to the prequel trilogy. I feel like for the most part they've been avoiding uh, any yeah. references to uh, episodes one, two, or three. So if there was one reference I'd want to kind of touch on a little bit more is my favorite from Revenge of the Sith, which is have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? If they ah. talk about... Palpatine's relationship with Plagueis in any way and how he was be able to become the most powerful force of the dark side and maybe connect that to Snoke in some way, that would probably be my... If I had one ask, that would be what I want to he- find cool. out more about. Right. See if there's a connection. Maybe if Palpatine does show up in Episode Nine, maybe there's a connection to the past that it explains Yeah, I it. think that that's, that's lending itself to some sort of past. My guess is it's going to be the original three, but that doesn't mean, like, you know, the original three movies, but it doesn't mean that they can't go further back, right? Like, it feels, it's funny, because it always feels like um, the prequels, for example, happened so long ago, but when you look at the timeline, of it's only, like, 40 or 50 years. Like, it seems right. like so much has happened, because everything In got In the movie destroyed. years? It's true. Movie years. Yeah, movie uh, years, yeah. like, nothing like really. 30 years from. 30, 40 years, like, it's really not, yeah. like, it's not like it's thousands of years, though, so, like, they could call back. Even though you know what else I all really the movies are spread want, apart. which I know like people like Dave are maybe roll their eyes at, but I really, really want them to redeem Luke Skywalker. Yeah. I don't want them to end, like I don't want it to be the way it ended in Last Jedi where Luke Skywalker was a grumpy old man who just got tired of being a Jedi and saving people and retired on a planet and let the First Order come and take over. Like to me, Luke Skywalker would never do that. Like yeah. I need I need him, them to redeem Luke Skywalker, who in my mind lived as a hero for so many yeah. years of the galaxy and would never let that happen. He defeated the Empire. He wouldn't have defeated the Empire to watch the First Order then, which is just the Empire. Yeah, that's And true. it was just J.J. Right, Abrams just, yeah. wanting to redo the first one. And yeah. he needed the Empire back to, for it to feel like a Star Wars movie. And it just doesn't make sense that Luke would be... That's how Luke's story would end. I just don't like it. So mm. I wish cool somehow they more. can... like. Somehow they can make it make it sense. He's got to be in it, right? Like he's got to have some sort of place. I think if if the teaser was any judge, I think we're gonna hear from him. And I know it's like, which uh, I think is good. He he, like whatever Kylo Ren betrayed him, and so like he got upset. Maybe it's maybe it's explaining more of that. Probably gonna have something to do with him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that is the reason. And then also, I hope uh, with with the older characters and stuff. I mean, I like how they're they're sort of moving on from them, or they have slowly moved on from them and stuff. But I hope because unfortunately. You know, Leia's not with us anymore. They, you I, know, God, I would have loved if they just never brought the any of the original characters back, but money wouldn't Me allow too. them to do Me that. Me too. Me yeah. too. I, I think they could have just maybe in episode seven and then just moved on. I think that would have been fine. Not, uh, yeah. But I think they could have done it like 500 years in the future. They could have, but the first order came uh, back. Hopefully, that's like going to be the other back. ones. Like, not like, or yeah. another part of the galaxy and stuff. With so this we'll see. Trilogy, it's really capping off the Skywalker saga. So I'm I'm happy yeah. if they go in other directions with other Star Wars related movies, but with yeah. this one, I'm okay with it being connected to Yeah, now the main it's okay trilogy. if they're if they're truly going to But the Skywalker wrap it up saga stuff, was so. finished and they opened it back up. 
So now they have to make it satisfying then. That's why I'm saying the story really needs to be that thing. Yeah, exactly. Even if they didn't do it the way that Lucas intended, he did intend to make nine. He did have nine storylines in mind. He just they just didn't necessarily go the direction. They just weren't that that good. Or (laughs) well, I mean, like I don't blame them because (laughs) yeah, (laughs) he wasn't taking them in a good direction. We did have an example of at least three of those. Well, no, (laughs) he he was directing the prequels. You know, whether you like them or not, and. I think he's a he's one of the best storytellers of all time. It's just that if you give it to that story to a great director, then you really make mm-hmm. something special, right? Mm-hmm. So that's oh, why the problem was he directed the prequels. That yeah. was the problem. That's part of it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, uh, we're gonna talk yeah. Star Wars. Oh man, we're gonna get talk. Oh, we're gonna yeah. get into we're gonna talk Star Wars. Than man. We have, I was just gonna give crazy. one final thought. It was yeah, just, yeah. It was just to say that you know I think it's so cool that they're making Palpatine part of the conversation. The reason for that is because he did start it all with the prequels. He was a big factor in Return of the Jedi, but, you know, the prequels were all about his manipulation yep. and how yep. his his rise to power. So the fact that they're giving him one last callback in episode yeah, 9 Yeah, we'll is see what, cool. what involvement he yeah. has and stuff, but it's true. He did start it, yeah. or at least he did partially get us where we are now in the story and stuff, so... Um, I guess that's just a small taste of probably what we're going to talk about. Definitely. So expect, like... Pretty long discussions, I would say, on these Especially ones. Especially when, like, yeah. Jordan comes back, too. Yeah, yeah, Jordan already put his hand up. I've talked to him already about it, so he is going to be first in line. Uh, you guys have to get behind him when it comes to Star Wars talk. <laughs> yeah. uh, he probably knows a lot more than I do, so... Yeah, me, or, or me and Jordan will just go, and you guys will just shake your head at us. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think Ian knows more than me, too. But. Yeah, uh, but it'll be fun. It'll be fun. So that's a tease forward. Uh, we'll have that sometime during November and December. We don't have exact dates yet, but we're going to get uh, as many of us together and uh, talk about those as well. Hopefully everyone's enjoyed our last few episodes as well. Uh, let us know how we're doing and uh, any comments and ratings. And uh, before I continue and ramble and get it wrong, Mike, what do we what do we need to tell people? Oh, uh, you can find us on social media day back in. Please uh, rank, review, subscribe. It really helps if you leave uh, a review or if you subscribe to us Absolutely. on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anything. That, that really helps. If you're enjoying the podcast, uh, please... You know, leave a five-star review or, or subscribe. That really helps. Yep. Tell your friends and all that. Uh, yeah, the reviews and everything really help as well. Uh, and all our social media channels are very active as well. So you can follow us there. And again, another reminder about Extra Life. Uh, we have our page up under Back in My Day. November 2nd is the day itself that we're going to be playing games as close to 24 hours as humanly possible and raising money for children's hospitals. So just keep that in mind as well. And until that time and until our next episode, thank you very much, Mike and Ian, for joining me. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We will talk to you next time.